0: Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome to the Halloween special of True Myths, One Lie, the game show in the form of a podcast all about myths, urban legends, conspiracies, all of the things that we don't fully understand. I'm your host, Anthony Manella, and the way that the game works is I'm going to tell three stories, two of which are sworn to be true, and one that is completely made up. It is up to my guests and everyone at home to try and figure out which story is the lie. Today's first guest likes to let random strangers take videos of him swinging around his lightsaber, Brian McCauley. Hey, uh,
1: that's a common misconception. I don't <laughs> I don't enjoy it, but, but it, was, it was- it you let them. I had two <laughs> options. It was, let this mysterious stranger hold my lightsaber and make a run for it. Or let him record me swinging around the lightsaber So I chose the second option
0: Still odd Today's second (laughs) guest wants to name one of his children Dragon Lord, Andrew Heinlein
1: (laughs) Hello, thank you
0: (laughs) And today's third guest does not know how to use a belt My brother, Christopher Manella I can figure it out, I think (laughs) 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 Get a belt
1: right now Never tried.
0: Before we jump into today's topic, we're going to take a quick little break. We will be right back.
2: America. We are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your
0: purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. And we are back. All right, guys. So today we are talking all about Halloween Urban Legends. Now I know that you see this bowl of candy in front of us. For the video viewers, you know that. For the audio listeners, there is a bowl of Halloween candy in front of us. My guests will win that as a prize for winning things, but they cannot touch it until that happens. Mine just touched it. Yeah, he did touch it.
2: What What happens if you touch it and you don't win yet?
0: Um, if you touch it and you don't win, (laughs) it's it's just bad luck. It's just bad luck. It's yeah, it's just gonna make you lose more. Oh no. no. Come on, man. No, All right, cancel gross. it out. Everyone else, to touch it. it. Oh, Do good that. Idea. <laughs> <laughs> as, as we knock over Christopher's coffee. I need... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, it just happens to be perfect because Ryan is wearing a SpongeBob shirt right now for audio listeners, mm. and I mean, no way. And there is SpongeBob Krabby <laughs> Patty candies inside of there. I knew that we had some SpongeBob fans here, so I thought that would just be like a fun prize to put in there. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right. The chocolate bars are for winning the mini game questions. Okay, but mm. <laughs> you can't touch the Krabby Patties unless you win the entire game. So if you lose the game overall, all those Krabby Patties are mine.
1: Right, but that wouldn't really make sense for you to have the Krabby Patties because Anthony is a well-known SpongeBob hater. Oh, he here we go again. He hates SpongeBob. Every time we bring it up, he threatens us. Mm-hmm. He pulls out knives. It gets it gets crazy. So while there are some Spongebob fans on this set right now, Anthony is not one of them. Mm-hmm. And you should all leave comments below talking about Anthony's hatred of Spongebob.
0: Everything that was just said is completely false. <laughs> I don't know if that's false.
1: We, it's, it's three not. against one. I have a similar recollection. I know like he gets really red in the face every time we bring it up. And yeah. like there's a lot of tantrums thrown, walls <laughs> being punched. <laughs> right, yeah. People being thrown out windows. A real Squidward, if you will. One time he ran Seth over. Seth brought up Spongebob and Anthony ran him over. Yeah, I read that in the newspaper.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, so as I said, today's topic is all about Halloween urban legends. We're going to be talking about some of the spookiest things that happen. Now, October is just known for having some of the craziest stories. There's a lot of uh, increased crime rates during this month. And some of these Halloween urban legends are sworn to be true. Urban legends are typically based on some sort of truth regardless. There's always some sort of truth to them. Mm -hmm. Now, the part that we don't know is some people say that you can get these urban legends to happen again. You can get them to, uh, you can recreate them and meet these urban legends if you follow specific steps. So, uh, I mean, how do you guys feel about urban legends?
2: I don't like them at all. They scare me.
1: Depends on the, the legend. Like some mm-hmm. of them is just like,
2: They eh, yeah. don't seem too far-fetched, that's why. <laughs> They're meant to seem realistic.
0: Yeah, yes. And uh, I will say that, um, you know, it's not necessarily a matter of uh, did the story happen? It's a matter of do these things still happen to this day? Right, so
1: are we going to mm-hmm. recreate an urban legend right here on this podcast?
0: That's why I brought you guys here. Yikes. Just kidding. We're not going to do that. Oh, that would be too God. much. Oh. That would be way too scary.
2: <laughs> I, just, I peed my pants a little. <laughs> For you audio <laughs> listeners, I can't show you. But you video oh. listeners. Video listeners?
1: Yeah, video listeners. I can't yeah,
0: uh, story one. Story number one. It's about the laughing man of the Pig Hill Inn.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. Sorry. It's a nervous giggle. I don't
0: think about that funny. <laughs> okay. So a husband and a wife were vacationing in Hudson River town of Peekskill, New York in October of 1944. It's Halloween night. Now while they're vacationing, the main street of that town was throwing a little Halloween party, a little get together. So they figured, hey, it would be fun for us to go to this thing. So. She's talkative and outgoing and a lot of fun and he is quiet and reserved. And they go and the entire time she's bickering at him saying you don't know how to have any fun you're a killjoy I'm not enjoying myself you don't know how to have a good time. The whole ride home she's bickering, bickering getting on his nerves and something in him eventually snaps. So they get back to their hotel and they're staying in room 201. He has eventually had enough of his wife. Something in him gets triggered and he can't take it. He grabs a glass off of the counter in the hotel room and smashes it over his own wife's head and stands over her just laughing, maniacally laughing and smiling and looking down at her. He takes her body, he grabs her and he drags her into the bathtub. And then he takes one of the pieces of broken glass off of the floor, and he slits her throat in the bathtub. Now, people in the hotel must have heard the laughing, heard the glass shattering. Security was called, and they come knocking on the door. This man notices that he's been caught. So what does he do? He does not let security in. He takes another piece of broken glass off of the floor, and he slits his own throat and he collapses to the ground. Security finally gets into the room, and when they get in there, they find this man still smiling, still laughing maniacally. Just drowning and gurgling through a pool of his own (laughs) blood. Again, nervous laughing. I don't find it funny at all. (laughs) Through a pool of his own blood. Obviously, neither of them survived. They both passed away. The legend goes that to this day, on Halloween night, if you go to the Pig's Kill Inn and you stay in room 201, in the middle of the night, you will hear laughter and you will hear glass shattering. And if you don't get out of the room when you hear this, he will also come and slit your throat. And that is urban legend number one. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. I mean,
1: I don't know. I don't know what to believe on this podcast anymore. But, like, (laughs) if this were to be, like, an actual threat, like, is there other confirmed deaths in room 201? Like, why is the hotel not, like, just shut down if there is? I don't know. You know, Seth once told
2: me that it's uh, an attraction to go into a haunted hotel room. Right. For some odd reason, yeah. I could never figure that out because that's yeah, but absolutely terrifying.
1: <laughs> like haunted hotel room is one thing where it's just like, yeah, there might be like ghosts in here or something. But like <laughs> going to a room where you know if you hear glass shattering and someone laughing, you need to run or you're gonna die. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know about that one. But that's
2: just how old all urban legends are, right? I feel like I might have heard this. Oh, really? I was thinking something similar, but that's that gets me nervous whenever I think that. I don't. I don't want to say anything. It sounds like a movie. (laughs) Like I've seen a a movie based on this urban legend. I have something to say, okay? I am both the bravest and unbrave person on this podcast. Yeah, fair. It's actually
0: true. I hold both of those trophies. You get get scared so easily, but you're also very brave about them, about your, your fears. Thank you so much for that. I'm brave
2: about talking about my fears.
0: And dealing with them. (laughs) And dealing with my fears. Thank you very
2: much. This is so inspiring. Thank you, everyone. How (laughs) about we move on? (laughs) Top is so inspired.
1: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline
0: app today. Your savings are waiting
1: to your happy place for
0: a happy price go to your happy price, price Priceline Story number two. This is about an urban legend called the Bunny Man and the Bunny Man Bridge. So (laughs) this took place in 1970 in Fairfax, Virginia. So they were a group of convicts and they were deemed to be mentally unstable, so they were being transported from jail to a local asylum. Now, they were all in a bus together, and this bus crashed. It allowed all of these convicts to escape. The police found and gathered and captured most of the convicts, except for two. They could not find two of them. In searching for these convicts, what they happened to find is what looks like a half-eaten rabbit. There's blood everywhere, and it's mangled, and they look up, and there's a trail of these mangled, bloody, gross, half-eaten rabbits. They follow a trail of these bunnies all the way to the Colchester overpass. On this overpass, they find a man hanging from the bridge, and around him are a bunch of hanging, half-eaten bunnies. On the Hanging Man, there's a note. And the note says that it's from the Bunny Man. And what the note says is, I hate trespassers. That hanging body was one of the two convicts who escaped. Now, they never found the other convict. Now, this all took place on Halloween night. There were so many murders that have happened on that exact bridge. And by the locals, that bridge is known as the Bunny Man Bridge. People say that all these murders happened by someone in a Bunny Man costume would come up to you and slice you apart with a hatchet. He would skin you and he would hang you there with all of his half-eaten bunnies. Legend has it that if you cross that bridge on Halloween night when the clock strikes midnight, the Bunny Man will come out hack you with his hatchet, skin you, and hang you over the Colchester overpass. And that is urban legend number two. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. Bunnies are hard to catch.
1: Extremely. I have bunnies all over my yard, and my dog can't even catch them. How often do you also find that many bunnies that there's all of these half eaten? So not only did this person catch one bunny, they caught probably about more than 10 bunnies and killed them all. And, like, how do you even find that many bunnies in one area and manage to catch every single one of them? Come on. Also, oh. just saying, the one that they didn't find is totally the bunny man. Oh,
2: 100%.
1: <laughs> I, so are you saying that you don't think this is a real story? I think it's a real urban legend. I think it's a real urban legend because I don't think that this would be made up because of that, like, detail of how many bunnies there were and stuff. Like, I don't know. Just, mm. Like, I can't buy it. If, if they know that, like... He's here,
2: or at least around this area, killing people. Like, wouldn't they just wait until it happens so they can catch him?
0: Yeah, but do you want to test it? Would you personally want to if test I it? If I have
2: weapons on me, maybe. It's Old. And hear me <laughs> out. I think the murders that happen on Bunny... <laughs> what is it called? Bunny Bridge? Bunny Bridge? Bunny Man the Bridge. Bunny, Bunny Man Bridge. Bridge. It's the, the Colchester Bridge. Overpass in yeah. real
0: life, but it's known to the locals as the Bunny Man yeah. Bridge.
2: If there were murders that were happening there, I think it's wannabes. I don't think it's a real bunny man. I don't think a real bunny man is a oh. thing anymore. I think they're inspired, I, right? I think yeah. maybe something like mm.
0: So you're saying it's kind of like the whole clown thing from uh, 2016 where yeah. like it pfft, wow. one person starts it and then a bunch of people catch on.
2: Yeah, like fanatics, like continue the the, continue the, legend. the legend. Yeah, yeah cuz like,
0: I could totally see that. That's actually yeah. a really good that's Thanks, really well, thing about
2: it, right? Someone who's mentally unstable started <clears throat> the whole thing who's to say that mentally yeah. unstable individuals don't continue killing people right. because
1: People, like, fantasize about it. Evil psycho people in bunny costumes is a very, like, common horror thing. I feel like we did that for Cult of 35. The evil bunny. The evil bunny. bunny. And, like, I know that's a thing in other media. But, like, maybe those things are based off of this urban legend. I think I'd be more willing to believe this one than number one.
0: I would right. agree. Well anyway, wow. we have a break coming up, but before we get into break, we're going to play a little mini game. Now, as I said before, guys, oh, yeah. this mini game <laughs> has prizes, okay? Woo! There are there are some chocolate bars inside of here, and I have five different situations here. We're going to call this game Tricked or Treat. <laughs> tricked? Be- yeah, because if you get it wrong, you got tricked. Tri- <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to describe five different murder scenes to you guys. You guys have to tell me which classical Halloween character, which creature, which mythical creature was the murderer in each of these stories. Each story has clues, and it's kind of like a little riddle. For every single one that you get right, you each get a piece of candy from the bowl. Just not the SpongeBob Krabby Patties, which I know is the thing that you all want. I like how there's only one candy option. All right. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. Murder scene number one. The moonlight lit up a dead body on the cobblestone path leading out of a small village. Blood is splattered across the path as if the victim had been slashed viciously and is pooling where the body now lies. His torch is still lit, but now lies a few feet away from him. His clothes are tattered. His body is a mangled mess of rips and tears. No human could have done this. The villagers frantically look around at each other, believing that the killer must still be among them mm-hmm. what is the creature the thing thinking? I think it's the, the among us character so I forgot <laughs> to mention I forgot to mention you guys have to discuss this because you only get one locked in gas per okay. story
2: my guess is Jack
1: the Ripper I, same thing yeah, I, was I was thinking, thinking the same that thing, thing. That too. yeah not be a person voice well,
0: totally, totally Jack the that. Ripper it is not Jack the Ripper that's Jack the Ripper that's guys, Jack the Ripper I, Wait. I need you guys to think a little more generally Oh. The answer Wait You're just gonna give it to us Andrew got it Oh what was it So werewolf? we get it then We get that one Oh you didn't give it.
1: Okay okay They're more general They're, they're more general yes Okay, okay. So yep. can can we have that Okay fine Andrew Fair. got it Fair. before you even gave us anything Fine Yeah, yeah. So uh, Cause now I see like the hint You know the moon The moon I lighting it. up Yes With the full moon yeah, yeah Like
0: The clues were all there And werewolves yeah.
2: are among us Because you know they're People's. It just very much stood out oh. as
1: like we were thinking specific, Jack the Ripper. Yeah, yes. Sorry.
2: Okay. All right. Sorry, we're sorry to we we the fans. Anthony more seriously, when he said it cannot be a person. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. I will. I will give the first one to you. Okay. That'll be the only one. Awesome. So you each can take one piece of chocolate. <laughs> Woohoo! Oh yeah. Story number two. Several adults and children are found dead in an open field amongst a bunch of picnic tables balloons are tied to each of the tables and several balloon animals are scattered across the grass. There is a particularly eaten birthday cake on another table surrounded by wrapped presents. None of the kids have any visible injuries, but some are foaming from the mouth. And most adults appear to have stab wounds. What is this?
2: Cyanide. <laughs> I mean, it's
1: gotta be a clown. I mean, what yeah. else? Evil, evil clown. i right? see say evil clown. Clown? Evil clown. So, it, like why, right? why else would there balloon be balloon cake? animals? Yeah. I mean it wouldn't be a nice clown. It was clearly right. a birthday party going on. It's an evil clown. Evil clown. Yeah.
2: Clown alien. Is it a specific
1: more specific clown?
2: It's just a clown. Or is it just a clown? You guys are correct. It's just a clown. Okay. Sick. It's a killer
0: a killer clown, but yes. Yeah. <gasps> you so each, we were wrong, we said evil clown. You each take <laughs> a piece of candy. <laughs> yeah, you were wrong. <laughs> Dang, put the candy back. Alright, after
2: right. I get my third, I'll ASMR into the microphone of me eating a piece of candy. Oh. Okay. That's what the fans want.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's what they want. Number three, an abandoned building in the middle of nowhere houses a sinister scene. The room is very dark, lit only by nearly burnt-out candles placed at the four ends. Blood is... Got it. Okay. Blood is neatly spread across the walls. The floor has indistinguishable markings, and a dead body lies betwixt it all. The body still has blood spilling from the wrists and throat, and is leaning on top of something. What is this?
1: I actually, know this. I think. What do you think it is?
2: Um, the the girl from Conjuring Three. What? So a ghost? So <laughs> a witch or something? Witch.
1: Or so ha- whatever the, the demonic spellcaster people. So I would think like vampire, but the wrist makes it weird, and then also like vampires wouldn't let the blood get everywhere. They want the blood. No, yeah. you guys,
0: listen! Listen to the clues. Yeah,
1: there's the candles.
2: It's a demon of some sort.
1: Is it like, like some marks on the floor? Demonic
0: yeah, some spells. sort of like
1: demonic ritual. Logging demon. it. Lock Lock it, it in? Lock it in.
0: Guys, take a piece of candy. It's a demon. Whoa! <laughs> you guys I are in I was right this.
2: when I said conjuring. You guys <laughs> yeah. are in this, <laughs>
0: boys. Okay. Hold on. He's eating it now? I'm um, numb, nom. It's literally 9 in the morning. <laughs>
1: is it? Um, yeah, it's 9.01 if you want to be specific.
0: They wanted that. They said it. Look, look at the live feed. The live feed wanted you to eat a piece of candy? Oh, yeah, look. I see it. Yeah, it's right there. Andrew, oh.
2: please eat a candy if you get three answers right right into the microphone making obnoxious sounds. Your wish is my command.
0: What if you get all five? <laughs>
2: I don't know. They didn't tell me yet.
0: Number four. Police enter a woman's bedroom to find her lying on her bed. Stiff and pale No pulse and minor injuries around her neck Mm. She lived alone And the room is kept rather tidy And there is a gentle breeze coming from the open window There does not appear to be any sign Of foul play No obvious weapons No blood In in fact, no sign of any kind of struggle at all The medical examiner arrives and confirms That there are no other injuries But she most certainly did not die of natural causes
1: Go Vampire So obvious that's a vampire? Oh. It's so obvious. Okay. It's a, the oh, There's only minor injuries around the neck. There's no blood, which is what I was saying earlier oh, in the last sense. one. Like, a vampire <laughs> wouldn't leave any blood. It's totally a vampire.
0: It is a vampire. Take a piece of candy. <sighs> Number five. Several bodies are hanging in a large walk-in freezer. Some are missing limbs. Others are whole. There are massive pools of blood beneath each body and metal tables with various saws and cutlery surrounding them. Another body is on the table in the corner. This particular body is missing its whole lower half, which appears to have been meticulously removed in large chunks. What is this?
2: Evil doctor. Yeah, Frankenstein.
1: Like a Frankenstein doctor.
0: What if I told (laughs) you that this fifth one, this thing exists? Is real? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, to to be fair...
1: Yeah, to be fair, any of them could be real. Killer
0: clowns are real, and vampires are <coughs> also real. There are people that are considered vampires. They just like aren't stereotypical movie vampires. Um, oh. This third, this final thing also. A cannibal could be a cannibal. Ryan
1: would a cannibal meticulously remove the lower half.
2: Well, think of like Jeffrey Dahmer. Like he like cut off specific pieces, like kept specific pieces,
1: like ate okay. parts of it. All right, you guys want to guess cannibal? I don't know. <laughs> what, are you nervous now? <laughs> I got nervous.
2: Well, they're keeping it cold for a reason, right? I have no it's idea. It's in a walk-in freezer. They're hanging it up like, literally like sides of beef. That's true.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. A, it's almost like it hung up,
1: just like, uh, yeah, like when you right, hang up cannibal. meat. Yeah, cannibal. Yeah. Yeah.
2: cannibal. they're like a butcher for yeah. humans.
0: It is cannibal, because be confident in your decisions. <laughs> okay.
1: Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You all, all this candy. You got all five right,
0: so I'm gonna let you take an extra piece. Guys, good job on getting all five right. I'm glad you all got pieces of candy. You're all walking out of here like it's really Halloween. You just you just treated here. You didn't trick it. Hey, um, we got candy I at know, 9 a.m. <laughs> well, you don't eat it now. I did. I yeah, did. But, you know, Andrew's a maniac. Andy oh. boy. We are going to go to a quick break. When we come back, we're going to jump into story number three. We'll be right back.
2: Out of all your friends, who do you think would actually go psycho and start killing people? Um,
0: Seth. And we are <laughs> back. <laughs> Okay guys, are you ready to hear story number three? We are. Yeah. Story number three. This is an urban legend about the green man, also known as No Face Charlie. Charlie was born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on October 29th, 1910. Just two days before Halloween. Now, Charlie, on his eighth birthday, was out and he was playing with one of his friends. They're just kids. They're outside. They happen, however, to be by some power lines. On one of the poles, they see a bird's nest. Curious 8 year olds Charlie says, oh, I want to get a closer look at it. His friend helps hoist him up a little bit to see if they can get any closer. And Charlie grabs one of the electrical lines. 22,000 volts of electricity jolt through his entire body and his skin turns a pale green and his face starts melting off and at the horrified sight his friend screams and runs away and Charlie is left there with his entire face melting he loses one of his ears and he loses an arm Charlie does survive however but he never looked the same ever again (laughs) from that point forward he always lived a super secluded life because anytime he would go out, he'd be ridiculed. People would point at him, scream, run away. He hated this. Eventually, he went off to live in the tunnels of Pittsburgh. Now, this happened a very long time ago. Charlie should be dead. But the legend goes that if you go to one of those tunnels in Pittsburgh, sometime between his birthday and Halloween, You drive in there with your car, and if you turn off your lights, a green man with a melting face will come up to your car. When he walks up to your car, if he touches it, your car will turn off, your lights will turn off, nothing will work, your doors will lock, and Charlie will kill you in the night. People swear that they've seen a man with no face blowing smoke out the side of his cheek just hanging out in these tunnels to this day. And that is urban legend number three. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go.
2: I have no
1: idea. Okay, so the story sounded kind of absurd to me, but when he mentioned the whole, like, uh, the tunnel thing and, like, you can drive into the tunnel and go to the That's tunnel, familiar. I feel like I've heard that. I've definitely feel like that's heard a lot of a tunnel of, thing.
2: I feel like that's a lot of urban legends, but, like, Pittsburgh just feels right to me, doesn't it? Like, yeah. hearing the tunnels of Pittsburgh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I've heard of legend like that. What do you think, Christopher? Gumby. Gumby. I think he's Gumby. Oh, <gasps> it's Gumby. What's yeah, Gumby? Big green guy. With no ears. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> he has a face, though. He, yeah. He's kind of cute. He's kind of cute. <laughs> Cause like I can't like I'm thinking about all stories and
1: I can't even think which one would be fake. I think number one is fake. That's my best guess.
0: Okay, well before you guys yeah. discuss all three of them together, recap. Uh, I'm gonna recap them real quick. Number one, the laughing man of Pig Hill Inn. Yeah. He gets into a little argument with his wife. Not so little. He goes through a rage smashes a glass over her head, slits her throat, slits his own throat. People say that you can still hear Laughing Man glass breaking in room 201 of the Pig Hill Inn. And if you hear it and you do not get out in time, it will also slit your throat. Number two, the Bunny Man and the Bunny Man Bridge. Some convicts on a bus escape. Two of them are never found. They find some mangled, half-eaten rabbits. It leads them to an overpass. On that overpass is a hanging body. Note on the man by the Bunny Man, who doesn't like trespassers to this day, it's said that he will slash you with a hatchet. If you're trespassing, of course. He won't do that for no reason.
2: Oh, yeah, he's reasonable.
0: <laughs> right, he's a good guy. And then, number three, a boy named Charlie, his whole life is ruined at just the age of eight. He lives a secluded life. He eventually goes off to live in the tunnels. People say that you can still see this man with no face, and he will kill you if you're driving through the tunnels. Between his birthday, October 29th, and Halloween. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. You're right.
2: I it, It's probably story one. Like, right. after re-listening to them, story two feels more like an urban legend. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, story and- two feels most like an urban legend. Story three, like, first of all, there's just no way, like, an eight-year-old is going to survive that. His face melted off, and his, like, ear fell off, and his friend left him, so, like, how quickly did help even arrive to get him? He's, he. There's no way he was surviving oh, that. An I- eight-year-old... It was also but, 1910, yeah, and we were way behind in wait, medical... So
2: you, you think that that one's fake?
1: No, I don't think it's fake. I'm just saying how that <coughs> story was just like, there's no way that makes any sense, but it's an urban legend, so like, it doesn't have to make sense.
2: The whole secluded, like, really sets up the story, though, you know? Mm-hmm. That's why I think it's an urban legend.
1: Yeah. I'm, Probably
2: like a story that moms used to tell their kids so they employ power lines.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm willing to go with number one. It's my best guess. I
2: really want the Krabby Patty so I bad. I
1: need to get Mermaid, man. Please. <laughs> like, I want to try not. I feel like I always second guess myself so much, and like, I don't know. I'm just feeling number one. Just, it just, might be wrong, what? but like, we've been wrong so many times. It's kind of like we're just uh, numb to it at this point, right?
2: Yeah. It's just not nice that she would say that her husband's boring. What a Joy. And then he got joy out of killing her, which is ironic. Pretty silly, Andrew. <laughs> that is really <pretty> silly. <laughs> yeah. Sounds a little too
1: perfect, don't you think?
2: Almost like, oh, almost like it came full circle? Yeah. Oh, Ryan,
1: you might be on to something there. I'm telling you. I'm telling you it's number one. You know what I'm thinking also? Yeah.
2: Who's telling the story for number one? It's almost like from a third party that's not even there. The husband killed the wife and then killed himself. Like, who's to say that that is how that happened?
1: Whoever wrote the story.
2: Number one, like, no one else is there when he smashes over the head with glass and then slits her throat and pulls her into the bathtub. Didn't, didn't they walk in? To find him laughing, and gargling, yeah, yes. yeah. What I'm saying, yeah, is yeah with like, glass in his hand, it was obviously him. I know, but like, who's saying like, oh, there was like a boiling point because they he kept saying, oh, you know, you're boring, like, and then Not he fed. just had, f- oh, I see he, what you mean. He was all fed up, like, all that feels like very story driven yeah, for a reason. Right. Like you would you wouldn't know that. Like the the part that's supposed to be true in the story almost feels made up. That's what I'm thinking.
1: All right, number one. Yeah, I'm telling you. That's what I'm saying. Thoughts? Yeah, actually, I agree. Do you? I do. Story you? number Story, uh, how would story you know number 1 is the you best. You wouldn't know that.
2: That's what I'm saying. No one else was there. But like the other ones people were there.
1: Yes. Like I said, I'm still on number 1 and like I don't know entirely about your your reasoning for going one, but if we're on the same page, then sure. I think I'm just too tired did to really I, I do. Did you no, not listen
2: right? I probably
1: sense. I don't think I listened. I was concentrated on the fact that this piece of chocolate we're melted. We're talking
2: about the fact how what did they say about him? He was getting fed up with his wife, right? Yeah. yeah. How like, would they know that though? Like there's no third party net like it's almost like we're watching a movie right. for yeah. number one okay. to see what happens. Like you can't do that with number two and number three. It's like a th- person was actually there and saw it.
1: It was like a personal detail. Right.
2: That's yeah, what you're details saying. Yeah. that no one would know unless the story's made up. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, mean I don't know if that made <laughs> No, it's, made it's up. logical.
2: Uh, like it is logical. Yeah. Like You sure.
1: understand what I'm saying. I, I get saying. I get what you're saying. And I'm I'm just saying that we're on the same page anyway.
2: Okay. So the okay. story I've one. been
1: saying one from the start and I feel like you guys are sitting here trying to convince me that it's well, one But, but now we have on like hard evidence
2: is what we're saying I'm convincing myself it's number one <laughs> okay. I'm convincing them
1: at home I'm pointing at all the cameras for you audio listeners Anthony we are locking in hands in the bowl Hands on the Krabby Patties
2: Everyone grab their Krabby Patties listen to what
1: they're Which saying Which one you want to Wait. Wait
2: You're gonna pick that one? Okay you could have
1: this one <laughs> <laughs> I wanted that one I was just
2: gonna s- No I get, My
1: hand was on this one so I guess I'm holding this one Okay ready? Yep Yeah
2: Wait, hold on! Ah! Oh, Alright, now I got it out. Oh I'm anxious, I'm a little anxious, cause I feel like th- this is the first time in a while, cause I've been such a loser on this show, <laughs> that I actually feel like I have some kind of reasoning for picking one. I wanna pull a Spongebob character on the show, please. Please, three Guys?
0: Open your Krabby patty! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> it was story Woo! number one. No way. We just got another Alright, let's see, what does guys? everyone get, what does everyone get? Oh, it's
1: in, it's in, it's in a whole other like, hidden little bag. Ooh. You have
0: to narrate it for the audio lesson. <gasps> okay. And I got grape! <laughs> oh my god, I
1: got I the got normal one. Original, yeah, original.
0: Look, I got
2: Squidward and Gary stickers. Wait, oh stickers? man.
1: Oh wait, I did get stickers. Yeah, Squidward yeah, and Gary, Squidward same and, and Gary. for everybody. All oh, right. I really well, want well, that I golden
2: sponge. Well, one one well, at a time, one at well, a time, one at a time. Who's going first?
1: Uh, okay, you yeah, I'll good. go first. Alright. Who the heck is that? <laughs> oh, that's Fred! That's Fred! That's oh, really? My Leg guy! No oh my way. gosh, dude, yeah. you got like the best character! Oh, okay. My uh, you, leg! You
2: go next, you go next. Okay, okay. I'm happy with that. I don't know if he's rare, though. He's still Fred, that's All still right, a great pool. Brian, your turn. <sighs> you think you got Fred,
1: too? I don't know. I also got Fred! Oh, oh my goodness, so he must he's, he's the most no. common one. Yeah, common. he's probably a common. I'm Andrew. Nervous.
0: Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude oh, boy. Andrew, Dude Andrew, of the boy looks like you <laughs> he <kinda does. laughs> Hey guys guess what this episode was a queen sweep for you guys you got every mini game question and the final game that's never happened before Oh my god oh, What special Oh yeah Halloween special you guys can take all the rest of the candy in the bowl Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. If you're listening to this podcast anywhere where podcasts are available, make sure to give us a rate and review. It really, really helps us out. And if you're watching the video version on our YouTube channel, then make sure to give this video a like, leave a comment letting us know what you thought, and subscribe and turn on notifications so you don't miss when we post new episodes. If you have stories of your own, whether they're real or fake, please send them my way. I can use the real stories for the truths, and I can use the fake stories for the lies. That is about it. Thank you guys again so much for watching. Thank you guys for playing. Happy Halloween to you guys and everyone at home. Stay safe. We'll see you guys again next Tuesday with the episode of the podcast. And and Friday, Ryan currently balanced his Fred on the microphone, and I'm very impressed by this. And Friday with a brand new comedy skit. Bye, guys.